Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Trade Show University. Really excited to have you here today. Man, what a great time it is to be in the in this industry as as shows continue to come back. We're seeing record numbers all over the place. It's just really an exciting time, and it, it really begs begs a question about event technology. Obviously, when we were going through COVID, everything was shut down. Everything was technology, but now we're back in back into the the live event world. And what does technology mean for our live events, and how do we use it? I've got a great guest on for us today to talk all about event tech, and that is BJ Masmanian. And BJ is the Senior Director of Client Services and, and Live Events at Blue Water. With a 20-year career in the live event space, BJ focuses on mobile and large-scale events, bringing a unique perspective on how to think through activation plans, extend client budgets, and really push clients out of their comfort zones, which we all need to be done every once in a while. BJ, welcome to Trade Show University. Jim, thanks so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to having a conversation today. Absolutely. Hey, to, to start off, tell people a little bit about Blue Water, especially for those who have no idea who you are. Yeah, so Blue Water is a company that's based in Wixom, Michigan. So we have a few different pillars inside of the Blue Water technology company. So we have our live event group that, that I'm a part of. We have our integration department of our company that does more permanent installations. And then we end up finally with our retail side of the house who's building fixtures. And then we actually tap into them from a live event standpoint as well, because they can help us do a little bit of production for us when we need to build different scenic props or different displays for our clients. I think the one part about Blue Water that's really cool is we're a family-owned company. We're women-owned. And that really translates in how we interact with our clients and how we really try to interact with everybody as we go through different different pieces and solving problems for everybody. It's kind of one big family, you know, led by by the Schoenbergers from that standpoint. Very cool and very multidimensional as far as the services you provide. I don't hear that all that often that the companies that do all that, all those different things. Yeah, it's really cool to be able to leverage different pieces and parts, you know, having a, a permit installation point of view versus an event point of view where things have to go up and down. They translate quite often, even though you wouldn't think so. We do a lot of work at some of the racetracks around the country and thinking through putting up an outdoor LED board that's a permanent installation. It also kind of translates into an event world, though, too, because during the wintertime when it's not being used at, at, up here in the, in the Midwest, it gets kind of cold. So we got to take the LED tiles down. We're going to store them. We're going to do some work when nobody's at the track. So we got to build it into the mindset of it being an up and down type of of a build, but it's still a permanent build overall. So kind of, it's nice to have different, you know, aspects that we can lean on for each other. It's awesome. And and yeah, that you get that perspective into the, into the event world, into the show world from these, these permanent installations. So, but we want to talk about technology today and obviously we know the technology has just become such a huge part of our world. 
But how do you think technology has impacted the way that brands approach in-person events, you know, specifically trade shows? Yeah, I think for the most part, technology has really provided the extension outside of the main event. So I think a lot of the trade show that we're involved with right now, people are going to a lot of activity on the trade show floor. But there's also that activity that people aren't on the trade show floor, and we need to create that extension for everybody. And that's one of the things that Blue Water is really focused on is being able to provide, you know, those ancillary pieces using technology to help, you know, still create that personal connection. Being able to take what people are experiencing on site, extending it into another, you know, another opportunity or another touch point afterwards is also another way that Blue Water has really tried to focus on, on using some of the, the pieces and parts that we've developed in our virtual platform called Parallel for consumers and for businesses alike to kind of keep that conversation going and not letting it just die when people are leaving the trade show floor. Yeah. Well, and that's something that I've heard a lot talking to other professionals in the industry is that, you know, we, this can't be, we've got to take it beyond just the, the one, two, three day event or, you know, or a longer event, but, but help people continue to build relationships so what what types of technology are brands using to create to create this facilitate all this happening? Yeah, I think a lot of what we're really been involved with lately is utilization of products, you know, the photo activations where you're there or the the one to one kind of pieces have been there for a long time and I th- I think those are not necessarily something that everybody expects you to do, but it's not that surprise and delight piece. Some of the the stuff that we've been kind of working into is giving some additional information to guests who come into booths um, or go through an experience after the event and kind of creating some more of those touch points again. So instead of having to rely on a salesperson, so Jim, if you were on site and we're talking at at the trade show, you're going to hopefully talk to a thousand people, right? That's the goal is to get as many people as we can through that booth and have as many interactions as you can. But what we've tried to do with Parallel is create this opportunity that that takes it out of Jim being responsible for remembering what he talked to BJ about. And now we're creating a communication flow that will automatically keep that conversation going post the event. So it becomes less reliant on the salesperson to remember to do your follow-ups and do it in a timely manner. And we're automating as much of that as we can. And we're making it focus really on what you're interacting with and however long you're interacting with it. So if you focus on one area more than the others, that's kind of how the conversation tree can be built. Wow, that's powerful. That's powerful because like like you said, we could have many different components and many different focus areas of our booth, whether it's different product lines or different services that we offer or we're, we're launching a new product. And to be able to have that kind of data and that kind of information about this person, Bob Smith, was at our booth and he only looked at this or he, he looked at these couple areas to have that after the fact wow, that's really, really fantastic. It really it really is, and it's powerful because once the communication tool is built, if you think of your trade show booth, but then you think of a mobile event tour that's going to go to a bunch of different spots, now you're getting a bunch of different data in different sectors of the U.S. as you travel across the country. And if you have a customer experience center that you have that people walk into in your office building and it's more of a permanent style, we can have the same type of technology built into all of these different areas. And now you're aggregating all the information in one kind of one network and one area that you can then kind of analyze to see what are people really engaging with and what are they talking about? Data has really become the, the key to growth for a lot of companies. 
as uh, and there's so much data available. I think a lot of businesses don't even realize how what data is available to them and but how they can better utilize that. And like and you've given some great examples already of, of what are they interacting with, what what is their where their interests lie. And and so you could almost use your trade show booth at, or your event as you know if you think back to you know A B testing. I mean, it's, you know, here is, we're launching these things and maybe a couple of them are just prototypes and you can get, you can get the people's feedback on that and use technology in a way that's unobtrusive. You know, it's not, we're not, oh, we want to see which one you like better. No, you just put it out there and then you can gauge that and measure that in different ways. It, it's definitely one of the things that when, when you were talking, you introduced me about the way that we try to think a little different and push some of our, our partners and our clients. Sometimes you don't like what the data tells you. But you can't, the data is what the data is. And you have to make judgments based on what that looks like versus just, I felt like there wasn't as many people here. So that's why my numbers didn't look like that. You get to, you know, you see that real time, you get to see how that actually happens. It's, it's less of the feel and more of the actual, you know, science behind it, which is, you know, again, it's a great, it's a powerful tool and it takes a lot of the variables out of it. Yeah. Go think back to my, my days in product development and, and, and product management. And there's a lot of times that, like you said, we don't want to hear the, we don't want to hear the feedback because we're already so far invested into developing a product and getting it out there. And instead we've got to reverse that and we've got to get the, get the feedback and get the customer's reaction a little bit earlier in the pipeline so that if we do need to X something out or completely transform it because they are looking for certain features that we're not giving them, we got to know that up front. And sometimes too, it could just be the position of your booth, right? It could be, I wanted this to be positioned in my booth here, but really I want, you know, not everybody's making it to that area because they're leaving our booth before that. So it's really, it could just mm -hmm. be an adjustment inside of your trade show booth too. So that's the other stuff too. It, the negative feedback doesn't always necessarily have to be people didn't like it. It could just be positioning and the way that you're approaching, you know, some of that stuff from a design standpoint as well. So all, all data can get, you know, translated different ways, but it's just good to have it. It's, that's, I think that's the bottom line. <laughs> it is great to have it. And I love that you said that because now it's helping exhibitors get better. It's helping them change things around. And so instead of, oh yeah, we're, we're getting rid of this product, but oh, let's, we're at our next show, we're going to move it to a new position and then we're going to test it again. And we're going to see where, okay. Oh, it was the position. Wow. Wow. We've, we found out that based on the amazing design of our booth, people were focusing on a certain area of our booth versus others. Just outstanding. So Speaking about booths, how how do companies, you know, for you you guys do a lot with with booth design and, and construction. How do you ensure that your booth stands out in amongst this sea of all the booths at a show? Yeah, I think one of the things that we're really trying to do is create more than just a visual sensation for everything. So at Blue Water, we're really about telling a story and across multiple mediums and being able to see something. You leave out the opportunity to potentially hear it and actually feel it in your, in your body. You know, sometimes what we, we just got done doing a show for one of our agency partners where we launched a tank kind of helping them kind of bring it to life. So we did all of the technology behind it. And, and from an LED perspective, we wanted to make sure we had audio included into that too, because as it was going through and being unveiled, having that audio part as the tank is rolling by you, that's a miss if you don't have it. So having that, you know, that noise rolling by you is something that's really important. So really adding on another 
sensory piece is really important for what we're trying to do and kind of amplify what people are doing from that perspective. Um, with that, I think it's also trying to bring things onto the trade show floor that aren't normally seen there it can be something that's different and shocking, something that's out of place. So I think a lot of people have seen the, you know, the shoe box idea where Nike had a, a, a shoe coming off the screen in, in Times Square or in Tokyo when they kind of oh, unveiled yeah. new stuff. Take that idea, put it on a trade show floor, not at such a big scale, at a smaller scale, but you still have that forced perspective from a creative look and feel. And now everybody's talking about that because they're not used to seeing that there. They're used to seeing a stretch fabric back wall that's in an SEG frame and, and, and that type of an idea. But by using technology, we can amplify what that's like. And one of the cool things about Blue Water, the reason I'm actually at Blue Water is because the ability that we have to program and create that environment and program an, an entire experience for a customer, it takes you to the next level. I don't have to farm that out to somebody else who then is gonna farm it out to somebody else. We do all of that in-house. So if we wanna test something out, we can build it in our shop and then we can test it out and walk through it with the clients and go, man, that's right on. That's exactly what we were feeling. Or now let's change this a little bit because when I walk up, I wanna see it from this perspective or I wanna hear it behind my head. I don't wanna just hear it in front of me. So we can kind of set up an entire booth and, and run through that. And it's it's been a huge, a huge help in trying to make new relationships with clients when we go through designs. That's cool. And, and yeah, technology is helping in so many different aspects of our, of our shows. I love that you said, you know, using, using technology to, you know, integrate different senses, you know, create those, those sensory, just wow moments. And then also stretch your creativity. You know, what else can you do? Some things that you maybe thought, oh, we would like to do this, but there's no way we can do it. It's too expensive. We can't fit it here like a tank. <laughs> you know? But yeah. are there ways that, that you can do some things? And I think of, you know, a lot I've I've worked a lot with manufacturers over the years, big pieces of equipment that you'd like to demonstrate, but you can't. But now given technology, maybe you can you could do some things in, in new and fun ways. That's just, just awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think Jim with that, the big piece is using it over and over again too. So that's the biggest part that I think a lot of clients will miss on. So we'll go to a specific show with one idea in mind mm -hmm. and that show we let's take an axle. I have a digital axle that we're launching and we're going to have it there. We do all of this CGI to build it out. So now I can run my hand over the top of it. I can peel off the aluminum. I can see the struts. I can see everything. When I go to the next show, that idea or that piece of kind of artwork that we've created, we don't use it again because now it's not new, it's not fresh. But having a marketing plan or an idea to take what you're using on a trade show floor and then using it for different applications. And because it's technology, many people can use it at one time once it's been created once, gives you the opportunity. You mentioned cost, so that's what kind of triggered me on it. That's how you spread your costs out. That's how you get the equity out of one digital piece that could cost a little bit more upfront to do it but it extends the life of what you're trying to do and more people can use it and, and have the benefits, you know, and that's kind of one of the parts where we try to push our clients as much as we can to say, Hey, who else inside of your company can use this? How else can we extend what we're trying to do? If it's a marketing piece, could it go to an HR program? If there's a recruiting effort that's happening at a college, because you're showcasing something really cool to an engineers that are in the business world, Go showcase that to engineers of kids who are graduating from an HR perspective because you want to attract them to your company to make them want to work there to create the next really cool piece of, of equipment. But sometimes that communication internally doesn't, doesn't happen or people don't think of trying to stretch it that way. So that's really one of the things we're trying to do to push people 
you know, to think a little bit differently. Hey, everyone, rewind that for a couple minutes. Listen to that again. That was like a little little nugget of gold on branding. Really, you know, taking what you're doing and don't just say, okay, we did that one time. It was cool. It was creative, but they've seen it now. No, think about the biggest brands in the world. You remember those biggest brands in the world because they repeat their messages and their colors and their their logos and their their graphics over and over and over. That's why you can hear a couple little notes of a jingle and you immediately have everything flood back to you. So don't lose on the coolest stuff that you're doing. You're bringing to these trade shows because going on trade show floors, you see some of the most amazing technology, some of the most amazing branding. Yeah, don't just don't be a one and done. I love that BJ that you said that and you know share that out and continue to to utilize that for your branding as you go forward and and know that it is a piece of equity. You know one of the one of the biggest uh, biggest uh, phrases right now is repurposing, repurposing our content. You know, as far as a podcaster, I'm constantly repurposing you know different snippets and, and things like that. So we've got to be thinking about that as our of our companies. We've got to continue to to rebrand and don't lose out on that amazing technology, that amazing branding creativity that you've already put t- together. Just outstanding stuff. <laughs> hey, one one more question that I've got, and because you guys are you guys are in the thick of things, what are some trends that you see coming up in the world, especially around trade shows and events? Is anything that you think that's really going to have a big impact coming up? Yeah, I really, what we're really seeing, um, there's a lot of activity on a trade show floor, but we're also seeing people slowly pulling out and technology really is giving people the opportunity to extend some of that relationships with their consumers. I mean, there's three or four articles I read the past couple of days where people aren't going to go back to a show. And the reason was COVID forced them to learn how to do it differently. So they got pushed out of their comfort zone really quick. What we've tried to do with Parallel as much as we can is keep that idea of still creating an area where people can connect. People can still visit over and over again. People can see new products. The goal is not to replace a trade show because, you know, we all love trade shows that that we don't want that to go away. That in-person communication, that in-person experience is super important, but making sure you have the ability to extend it is one of the biggest pieces that we're seeing all the time in creating that experience to have both in-person and virtual conversations happening that all become aggregated in one area. What's really cool with Parallel is it takes everything and brings it into one spot, whether you're in person or you're virtual. So when I'm working through it and I use a badge scanner on site, right, that's all going to go into an Excel sheet. I get an export to me afterwards. But if I'm using Parallel, if I'm virtual, I'm clicking around and I'm tracking on a website where you're clicking and what you're looking at. Or if I'm in parallel and I'm in person using my phone, it all aggregates to the same area. So I don't have to try to put two things together. And that's been one of the biggest lifts that we've seen with a lot of clients is trying to figure out how to make it as easy as I can for myself. Because most of our clients, they've been tapped from a resource standpoint, or they're not able to think as far ahead as, as they should be able to. And we would like to plan with them and really helping them pull some of that stuff off and put it on our plate to help them out with that. It's really, really great stuff. And so technology and automation, you mentioned automation earlier on, you know, automate as much as you can, especially if you've got a smaller booth, you've got a minimal staff, automate as much as you can because you want those engagements on the floor to last as long as possible. BJ, this has been been fantastic. As we wrap up here, why don't you give the top one or two takeaways you really want people to leave with our from our conversation today? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that I would say that I really want you to take away is, is the idea of 
people centricity is something that Blue Water specifically tries to drive into everything that we do. So it's not a product. It's more of a guiding principle for our culture. And we try to set up our company to respond to clients and respond to each other and some of the other pieces of technology that we're using now. You know, don't be, don't shy away from that, kind of lean into that as much as you can. And, and don't be scared of the partners that you may have that may push you a little bit more. Sometimes that's a good thing. <laughs> I agree a hundred percent. And I love that idea of people centricity. And, and it's really, it's all about people because who, who do people buy from? We buy from people and we got to, so you got to make sure you're focused on the people. Don't lose sight of the people when you're, you're coming up with all these creative ideas and using technology. BJ, this has been fantastic. If people want to get in touch with you, want to learn more about parallel or blue water, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. First of all, Jim, I appreciate you having me. It's been awesome and, and going through that. My email is bmazmanian, M-A-Z-M-A-N-I-A-N at bluewatertech.com. Or you can give a visit to our website at bluewatertech.com. Outstanding. And I'll drop all the contact info into the show notes. So please click on the show notes button, reach out to BJ, see what they're doing at Blue Water. This is really amazing work, BJ. Thanks so much for coming on here. I know you got people's wheels spinning as to what they can do and how they should do it. It's not just what you can do, but making sure you're keeping the focus on the people as they create everything. And everyone continue to come back here, man, make sure you have the right people in your corner and make sure you're, you're subscribed, <laughs> make sure you're subscribed to this podcast and to our newsletter, get over to trade show you.biz, trade show, the letter u.biz right on the homepage, subscribe to the, the email newsletter. So you don't, don't miss an episode and you get all the tips and all the other stuff that we send out every week. Thanks for showing up today and keep coming back here to campus each week, trade show university. We'll see you next time.